Daily Rambam for Tuesday, Ches Kislev Tavshin Pe Aleph, the 30th Parak, Parak Shloishim of Hilchas Shabbos. So we finally have gotten, we've arrived at the final Parak of the very long Hilchas Shabbos. The only other halachas in the Rambam that rival Hilchas Shabbos in length are Hilchas Mechira, which also have 30 Prakim. Those are the only two. And um, this time, as we shall see, the parak has uh, gotten shorter again after uh, a series of a number of long prakim. And the subject of this parak, this final parak, is Kavit Shabbos and Einig Shabbos, as we shall see. So, Halacha Aleph, Ram introduces Kavit and Einig Shabbos, and Ram says, Arba Dvarim Nemruba Shabbos, four things were said with regards to Shabbos. Shnayim Batayra, two are in the Torah, Shnayim in Devere Seifrim, and two are Midrabanon. And they are spelled out by the Nevi'im. Note the Ram's formulation of how he says it. Spelled out by the Nevi'im. What do we have in the Torah? Zachar v'shamar. So those two. Interestingly, I don't think the Ram mentioned Shomer yet uh, until now in Hilchah Shabbos. But uh, clearly, so seemingly, clearly referring to uh, Shmira Shabbos. So that was most of Hilchah Shabbos. And Zachar, we learned about uh, yesterday. So uh, that's those two. Mishan is partially they Hanavim, and the other two that were spelled out by the Navim are Kibud the Inuk. So honoring Shabbos and uh, enjoying, delighting in Shabbos. Shinamavakarasal Shabbos Oineg, the Kdesh Hashem Chubid. These uh, words are in the middle of the Pasuk that we quoted earlier in Perakhavdalid. So it starts off in Tashmi Shabbos Raglacha. And in the middle you have a Karasla Shabbos and Kdesh Hashem Chubad, and then it ends off. So um, here you see both the word oineg and the words kavit. So those are the two uh, things we also need to do on Shabbos, as we shall see. Allah beis. So now from beis to vav is all about kibud. So the Ram says Allah beis ezuhu kibud. The other part, the quarter of these pesukim, to prove a certain point about what's in the spirit of Shabbos. Right. Like I said, Rabbi Rabbi he's admitting to the fact that it's. That it's the 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 and tackets attached to the Yeah, yeah. I said note uh, how the Ram formulates it. The Divrei So Allah Habez, Ezehu Kibud. So what what do we mean when we say Kibud? Zesh Amr Chachamim. This is what the sages said when they said Shemitzvah Al Adam Lirchitz Pana Biyadav Beraglof Bechamim Beadav Shabbos and Pnei Kveda Shabbos. There's a mitzvah for a person to wash his face, hands, and feet with hot water before Shabbos in honor of Shabbos. Umis Atev Pitzitzis. And he wraps himself in the sheet with tithus. The Yeshu B'Kavid Rosh waits with uh, respect. Miyachal HaKbalas Pnei HaShabbos waiting to greet Shabbos. K'meishu Yeitz L'Kras HaMalach as one would prepare to go out towards the king. And the early sages, Chazal, used to gather the Talmidim in Erev Shabbos. They would wrap themselves in the tzitzis, like we said, and they would say the following, They would actually utter it. So I'm going to, I'm going to mention, you, you'll see the background of the Gemara might uh, give a little more context to the tzitzis. Um, so they would say, let's go and greet uh, Shabbos the king. And in this case, the Ramam, uh, you know, we're more familiar with Shabbos Amalka, and that's especially a Pikabala. But uh, and I think the Gemara also says uh, Shabbos Hamalka, uh, but the Ramam, for some reason, changed it to Shabbos Hamalach. Now, so the Maga Mishnah says, what are, what are the sources for uh, what the Ramam writes there? So the sources are in Gemara Shabbos. It says there, 
the context there is actually talking about why you can't use Kitron. One of those, uh, one of the things you mentioned that you can't use to light the candles. And the reason is because it has a bad smell and Shema Yani You might leave and leave the house. So until now, all the other oils or, you know, liquids, fuels, they had other problems. There's going to be a fire. There's going to be, uh, not going to burn well. Here's just, you're going to leave the house. So the Gemara says, Rabbi says, let him go. What's the problem? He said, no. The whole point is that it's covered Shabbos. You need to have a soda with Ur. So uh, the point is to be in the house, not to be driven out of the house. And then it quotes, it says, that we really have the statement from Rav, that's Mamash, a uh, requirement. That's what a Shuzva, and I say Mitzvah. Well, Omer of Nachum, Bar of Zavda. So, so from he's quoting, and he's added, whoever quoted it added, Bani Oimer, mitzvah. So Mara says, my mitzvah. So what are we, what are we saying? What are we talking about? This was the minig of Rabbi Yehuda Bari Loi. Out of Shabbos, they brought him a big uh, tub full of hot water. He used to wash his hands, feet, and legs. His hands, hand, his face, hands, and legs. And he would wrap himself in his clothing. And he would, it says, he would sit with sheets. They had tzitzis, so the sheets, meaning they're not really meant per se to be, they're not, it's not a talus. Sheets, which was just a nice, a nice way to sort of dress indoors, but they had four corners, so he put tzitzis on the four, on the four corners. It looked like a malach Hashem, the way he sat there with them, Hashem His talmidim, they were hiding the corners of their clothing. He shouldn't see that they don't have tzitzis on, on their sedinin. They were also wearing sedinin. They didn't put tzitzis on and they were hiding it. So he told, he saw they were hiding it. So he told them, my children, haven't I told you? Comes to sudden b'tzitzis, b'shamay seitaka, sudden is potter. And, uh, the part of the problem here is, is that a sudden is made out of pishtan. And the tchelas has to be out of tzamer. So there's a kalayim problem. So if it's a clear chiyov, so then, then tzitzis, tchelas overrides kalayim. But here, uh, with the stinin, so it's not, uh, maybe it's, it's not dafka, it's properly a beggar, whatever the, the logic is, look in the Rashi, the Mepharshim there. Anyway, Basil Amachai, Lachazak Basil. So what, what were they thinking? They were thinking that it's Pashat the Ksus Laila, it's an issue of, uh, it's just something rare at night, and maybe you shouldn't be putting tzitzis on Ksus Laila, these are other issues. But uh, that's the context where the tzitzis sort of comes in in the Gemara. Doesn't sound from the Gemara that goes mamish dafka chiyuv to have tzitzis per se. The chiyuv was to have nice dinin. This dinin happened to be mechuyiv and tzitzis, but the Rambam includes that, incorporates it that the misatif tzitzis that you're wearing your your nice clothing, and uh, that includes tzitzis. And uh, for the other, the the, the the latter part of the halacha, the, the Gemara says that Chanina would talk the misatif and he would uh, stand. Erev Shabbos, and he would say, Boi v'neitz l'kras Shabbos ha'malka, and the Vyanai, he would put his clothing on, and he would say, Boi kala, boi kala, and that was later, many hundreds of years later, that was how l'chadoidi, the piyot of l'chadoidi, was built around these, uh, these oh, statements from the, from the Gemara. All right, Shleim HaLevi. Halacha Gimel. Yeah, Halacha Gimel. So uh, the part of also part of Kavit Shabbos is to wear clean clothing. What you wear on Shabbos should not be like what you wear during the week. But the concept of Shabbos clothing. Mainly, and if you have nothing to switch to, so then 
where the talus. So we have uh, mentioned this before. So the idea being that uh, you can mamish loosen the talus until it's mamish hanging down, or you pull the talus a little further up. So uh, on Shabbos, if you don't have, then you lower the talus. So at least it's different in some way. This uh, was actually mentioned, for those who remember, in Hilchus Deus, in the Perek Hay, when we spoke about a Talmud Chacham and how he's supposed to dress and comport himself in general, but specifically the part of the Perek that does with dress, it says, It looks haughty, it looks like uh, people who are very full of themselves. But uh, the same halacha. And this is Takanas Ezra to wash clothing on Thursday, that's part of the honor of Shabbos, to wash the clothing, and when should you wash it? Wash it on Thursday. Let's look a little bit at the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe in Simon Reish Samach Beis, with regards to Halacha Gimel, says that, uh, also in Sif Gimel there, that a person is to be mishtadl, to have nice clothing for Shabbos according to his uh, level of visibility, because that's part of being Mechabit Shabbos, with clean clothing. And Alter Rebbe quotes that uh, in that Pasuk in Yeshaya, it says, that Rebbe doesn't mention this, but part of the Pasuk is, that was how they darshaned, which the Rebbe quoted in short over here. So that means you have to switch to something nicer. Alter Rebbe explains that Malbush is called covered. Malbush is synonymous with covered. How do we see this? Person comes, you show up in a place where no one knows you, and you see and the people see you're wearing big de chamudas, you're wearing beautiful clothing, so automatically people treat you differently, you're treated with respect. So here you see that Malbush is covered. And so you have to machabit shamas. And if Alta mentions still mentions this din, that you should be Mishalshal Bugadov. I don't know why, if that translates into modern-day dress, but uh, it says, Midas Hashirim, the rich people, people are working class, They uh, their clothing have to be off the earth. They can't drag their clothing on the earth. But someone who's rich, who stays home, so his clothing can drag on the earth. So that's the that's why Talmud Chacham shouldn't do that ordinarily. But uh, here, it's a form of Kavit Shabbos to act like an usher. And uh, al says, Misha Efshaloi, better to have another talus. And uh, Al-Tarev mentions, Yesh Anshay Maisa, that are medactic not to wear on Shabbos from anything that you wore during the weekday, even an Ezer, Mechnesayim, Vechaluk. So uh, even other uh, items of clothing, best not to wear what you wore during the week. And uh, Al-Tarev says it's good to wear Big Day Shabbos all day of Shabbos until after Abdallah. But uh, it doesn't mention beyond that, until after Abdallah. And then... Uh, and Allah Dawud, the Vidrama mentioned, mentions what we mentioned before in Allah Bayz about uh, to greet uh and Kala. And he mentions what uh Khazal and the Altra mentions that some have the minig to leave the shul and go out to the Khatzer, Kabbalah Shabbos was literally uh, the, the portion of the city that we now know as Kabbalah Shabbos, that was uh, part of the minig in some places was to literally go outside uh, to greet Shabbos, Vyeshnaig and let's say Hasada to go out to the field. I believe in the time of the Balshemtiv, that era, I believe there was still common practice for people who follow Kabbalah to go out to the field taka. Al-Tarebbe goes back to talking about the clothing. Al-Tarebbe says that it's good to, it's best to wear Big Day Shabbos right after washing. If someone goes to, to the mikveh, to the base marchats, uh, sort of goes together. So you should taka, wash oneself close to Shabbos and uh, put on Big Day Shabbos. And that way you could tell that it's the covered, it's like an honor of the Shabbos that's arriving right now. 
Nagaya the Tukana of Ezra, so that's in Simurash Membez, the Altar mentions that Ezra's Matakim. Uh, what's the word of Thursday, Dafka? Because Friday, Pashat, uh, there isn't enough time. You're busy doing back then. Cleaning was a more uh, labor intensive uh, experience. Right. Right. Well, the way the Altar says is that you don't have now, you don't have time because you're busy with Turkish hours. That's how the Altar phrases it. But anyway, nowadays, the place come nowadays, they all acknowledge that due to the transformation of washing and drying, so uh, this Nakud about Hamishi is not applicable. You can, as long as it uh, works out, that you have the time and it works and uh, doesn't uh, clash with the Turkish Shabbos, you can uh, do it on Friday. The Iker is to have a Ksus Nakia. Halacha Dalid. Also, the Kabayas Udu Mishtab out of Shabbos with Nek Veda Shabbos. So first the Ram says, you're not allowed to make a Suda and a party on Arab Shabbos. It sounds like it's the whole day uh, because of the honor of Shabbos. You're allowed to eat and drink without being Kaveya Suda Mishta until it gets dark. Alpha became, but still Mikveda Shabbos. It's still you should honor Shabbos that from Mincha and on, you should not be Kaveya Suda Shabbos So you go into Shabbos and you you, you have an appetite. Now, interestingly, that I mentioned also the Kaveya Suda before, and now he, then he says, the Kaveya Shabbos to from being Kaveya Suda and Mincha Lamaila. So let's see, uh, there's a discussion here in the Mepharshim about this. So, first of all, when it comes to Achatechshach, which I should point out, yesterday, just yesterday in Parch Abdas, we learned about the halachas of what, uh, if you are being Oyech of Bishayis Achatechshach, that Amram said what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to, if you want to continue reading, what you should do, if you want to bench, how you should do it with uh, fitting in with Kiddush. But when uh, again, this question of what you are allowed to do of Shabbos, what you're not. So the Ravid, first of all, says right in the beginning when it says also the Kabaya, it sounds like from the Ram all day. The Ravid says no, daft from Chatzos. So the Magen Mishnah explains. Says, first of all, what's the background here? Background is the Gemara in Gittin. Gemara in Gittin discusses Chorban. Uh, Gemara says that there were two Mishpachos in Yerushalayim. One was Kaveya Suda on Erev Shabbos, and one was Kaveya Suda on Shabbos. And they were both completely necru, they were uprooted, they were destroyed. So what was wrong with Big Nasuda on Shabbos? Because it was Bizman based on Madrish. And what was wrong with Arab Shabbos? So we see that you know how to be Kaveya Suda and Arab Shabbos. Mafarshim explained that uh, it looks like you're being Mizalz of the Kaveya Shabbos, even though you're allowed to eat and even start eating, but uh, that's just the Tzayrach Shah. You're a little hungry right now, but to make a. Hmm? Said, yeah, we mentioned this earlier. Also, there was a concept yeah. of Zman based Medrash in Shabbos afternoon. You were supposed to only go to the base Medrash, not even learn Ksuvim, which might distract you from going to the base Medrash. That was uh, in time of Chazal. What was the purpose? You should learn. With a formal uh, time of learning. Yeah. Communal time of learning. Um, so, and the Farshim say that you're allowed to eat, so how does it fit with this Gemara? They, the way they, those of Farshim said is, last is Kachtamid. You're always making a, a party of Shabbos, so th- th- those of Farshim don't, don't seem to be making a distinction between different types of eating. But anyway, so then he quotes the Ravid, who says, you know, to, uh, only from Chatzais. So the way that the Magad Mishnah makes a say in the Ram is like this. So from the Ram is Mashma, that some kind of extraordinary feast that you don't even do during the week. That you're not allowed to do an Arab Shabbos, and that's the whole day. Because look at the Gemara and Gittin. Gemara and Gittin says they made us do an Arab Shabbos. It doesn't say uh, anything else. And to eat and drink without a Kaviyah Suda, so then you can eat it uh, the whole day. It's all Shabbos, like the Nam said. 
to the Kaveya Sa'uda that you're Kaveya that's the last final Allah of the Rambam that you shouldn't that you could do until Manamin Khovamaila, which the Magabisha says is Tesha Shah, it's nine hours. Because uh, when the Rasi says you can be Aikhbahtaksha, he didn't mean with a Sudan without a Sudan. He meant without a Sudha, Balikviya Sudha, that's how you that's that's the three statements of the Rambam. And uh, so the Ravid saying also the Kabayim in Chatzos. So first of all, doesn't hold up Chatzos, and second of all, depends what you're talking about. The the regular Suda Kviya Suda that's Manamin Cholamayla, what the Ravid would call Chatzos. But what I'm saying in the Reisha is an extraordinary Suda that's the Gemara Gitten. Castle Mishnah also comments and says, note that the Maga Mishnah said Teisha Shoyes Vamayla, unlike the Ravid who said Chatzos Vamayla. He says this is based on the Gemara Pesachim. And the uh, Mara says over there, Mincha Ktana. So, uh, so based on that, that's our Pesach. So, the same logic here that uh, that's the amount of time you have an appetite, build up an appetite again for the night. Why is it, uh, why is it Tesha Shois? Mincha Ktana is in Tesha Bechetzi. But also, our Pesach, we had a half an hour before. Okay, Allah, hey. Setting the table. You set your whole table out of Shabbos, even if you're not going to eat more than a kazayas that night. And here the Rambam acknowledges the Seder of Matzah Shabbos a little bit. I think this is the extent of it. You should set your table Matzah Shabbos, even if you're only going to eat a kazayas. That's how you honor Shabbos both at the beginning and at the end. And you have to set up your house. Uh, before Shabbos in time, the the candle burning, the table set, the bed is set, bed is made. You call Eiluk Vayit Shabbos in its own honor of Shabbos. So on B'tzarech Sheitak, B'tzarech Latak, and at the end, so the Magamishnah is Matayin to the Gemara, famous Gemara. First, the Gemara says the Rebbe Davin's Erev Shabbos says by Yechulu, so two Malachim accompany him to the Dot two Malachim will accompany him. Put their hands on his on his head, but then you have the famous Gemara that two Malachi Asharis accompany a person out of Shabbos from Shul to his house. One is good and one is bad. When they come to the house, if they find the Ner Dalak, the Shulchan Aruch, meet the Mitzas, these three things, then the Malach Tov says Yiratzin should be next week, and the Malach you know, Abin Bal famous line, or vice versa. So that's where this din comes from at the end of Halacha Hey, from that famous Gemara. Um, Practically, from the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch and Simon Reish Samach Beis, but again, out of Shabbos, the Alter Rebbe says you have to set your table out of Shabbos for the night of Shabbos and set the beds and set everything. Really, the house should look mesuder uh, when you come home from Shul. And uh, the Alter Rebbe says the minig is that the table is covered with a tablecloth the whole Shabbos day. The Ein Lashanis shouldn't uh, budge from that. He mentions there should be even two tablecloths because maybe you're picking up one tablecloth to throw out the crumbs, so you have another tablecloth on, uh, below that. Alter mentioned specifically that it's good to clean out the cobwebs, the, the spider webs, Kuriya Kovish, from the house in time for Shabbos, Alter mentions. And uh, Alter also mentions that if you're not going to sweep your house, if you, let's say you have a Shiloh back then, especially with the, with the earth, with sweeping, if you're not going to sweep your house, you shouldn't throw uh, garbage on the floor, which was more common then. You have to throw it on the tablecloth, and then you take the whole tablecloth, which we learned already about the graf Shari'i, and you can clear out the garbage, even though it's Mokta. As far as Mita Matzah, on Shabbos, you, you can't, uh, we learned uh, the other day, so now I'll make a uh, bed. Okay. This is talking about a Mita Bumadayna. Yeah, it's more like, it's, it's, it's possible, yeah. 
You should set up your tail uh, the way you set for a meal, even if you're not even going to eat a kazayas, either because you don't have more or because you don't have an appetite. Uh, you should still make a hachana by setting the table and spreading out a tablecloth like a real soda because that's how you accompany the Shabbos. Uh, so that's it's important to remember, even for those who are not uh, so makbid on the soda, but there's an union of setting the table, or I guess you could just sort of leave the table set to some extent. Um, and Altima mentions the, uh, the candles, Yeshneigim to have candles, Neigim to say Pyotim and Zmiris, to say goodbye. And uh, Altima also mentions a little bit about the Malavamak, which Dram did not, that uh, to cook uh, meat or something else to cover the soda. And then. Uh, yeah. What's with the clothing on Matzah Shabbos? So we mentioned the after Abdullah. That's what the... That's all we said. So what is the... the some people do wear... Uh, it's definitely uh, McCurtis. It's definitely can, more for more... Uh, from, yeah, but... The uh, whole idea that till Chatzayis is Shayach to Matzah Shabbos, you don't say Tachnun in Kriyashma, for those who say, you know, so... So there's a bit of a Shayach till Chatzayis. Yeah. And the Rebbe says, my name knew that if you have Shal Shudas and you have it late and you're not having a Yom Shabbos, so then you can be Mekayim Beperis. It's not like you should still have something. Most people eat something anyway, but uh, you should be Mekayim Beperis and you don't have to make Shal Shudas earlier to uh, make sure you have room for Malamaka. It's not, uh, it doesn't call it that, but for uh, this Suda, because it's not a Shechayva. And the Rebbe also mentions folding the talus. It's already mentioned in the Sefer Halach about folding the talus. We miss Asik the Mitzvah Miyad. Halach Preparing, uh, being involved. Obviously, you Adam Chashav Yehis, even if you're very important and distinguished. Better if the man goes washes the dishes than the emotional. Ah, good. So even though even if he's Adam Chashav, with this asik and he never goes shopping and he never helps out with the household chores. Shabbos is different. You have to do something for the sake of Shabbos. Personally, that's the honor of Shabbos. Uh, the early sages, would break the wood so it could be used for cooking. Someone cooked. meat. wove the, the wicks. the candles. Someone went shopping, got food and drink. Even though that wasn't their usual uh, mode of behavior. The more, the better. Of course, Naga Mishnah quotes the Gemara, Rav Safra, all the names of who did what, Rav Safra roasted the head, and Rav salted the fish, and Rav Huna lit the lamps, and Rav Papa spun the wicks, and Rav Chista cut the beets, and uh, Rabba and Rav cut wood, and Rav Zayda prepared the thin sticks for the fire, and um, Rav Nachma Yitzhak would load things on his shoulder and go in and out just to, to show that he was, you know, schlepping things for Shabbos, etc. <laughs> Allah Zai. So now from that was Kibbutz, that was Kibbutz Shabbos, and now we're up to uh, Inug Shabbos. Inug Shabbos. Allah Zai. Ezu Inug. So how do you do that? Zeshem Chacham Shusar Chatak and Tavshel Shama Beisur Mashkem Avusam Hakolah Shabbos Hakolah from Yomani Shaladam. That's making the food actually good. It should be a, a fat dish, a spice drink. Everything in honor of Shabbos, according to what you can afford. The more you spend and uh, prepare 
the better. If you can't afford, if you lost a Shabbos, even if you made a simple stew in honor of Shabbos, you stewed some vegetables, that's also Enoch Shabbos. So, also is Mishim Kvoid Shabbos. And then the, the food itself, I guess, is Enoch Shabbos. You don't have to make yourself crazy and borrow from others in order to increase the food. This is the famous uh, statement, phrase, I'll say Shabbat HaKachoyal, Better your Shabbos should look more like a weekday and don't uh, use other people's favors. What if you're so uh, contented and, and wealthy and you, every day is like a Shabbos? What do you do? So you have to change somehow, show some uh, difference. We have to show the Shabbos and if there's no way, so you got to change the time. If your meal is usually early, make it late. If your it's usually late, make it early. Three sodas. Here's the Ram. Really, here's where the Ram mentions the, sh- the three sodas. Uh, we mentioned it from the Altadev, but here's the Rambam. Chayav Adam Lechol Shalosh Sodas Shabbos. You're chayav mechayav to eat three. Achas Aras, Achas Shachas, Achas Menucha. One by night, one in the morning, and one in the afternoon. We end up also end up having the morning one more in the afternoon. V'tarach Lizarav Shalosh Sodas Elu Shalifchas Man Klal. You have to be careful with these three, not to have less. V'afilu Ani Hamespanis Man Atzaka Sayid Shalosh Sodas. Even someone. Who's eating from Tzaka? You should still have the three, not just two or one. If it makes you sick or you're fasting for a valid reason, and then you're And each meal should involve wine. And two loaves of challah. And the same goes for yamtiv, also three. The Kesa Mishnah points out that the Torah comments on the Rambam. That uh, it seems like, or it seems from the tour, the tour understood the Rambam to say that there should be kiddush by by shalashodas because the Rambam wrote lekboya alayayim. That's uh, that's how he understood it. And the Kesemish says that's not mashma from the Rambam. Just that you should drink keves udas alayayim is just a phrase that refers to having a formal meal with uh, some wine. It doesn't uh, imply that there's kiddush involved. And he says, look into a fetish in Perich Haftas. It said, Mitzvah Barach Layan Yama Shabbos before the second Surah, so Kiddush Rabba. Didn't say anything there about the, the third. If there would have been Kiddush, then I would have mentioned, there, mentioned it there. It's part of Zacher. Now, of course, when it comes to Shal Shabbos, we know Chabad has a unique stance, and they have this famous Sikh of the Rebbe, and the Sikhs, Chedr Chavalach, Bishalach, Sikh of Bez. So it mentions the famous uh, vart that the three meals are connected, the three hayoyims, of eating hayoyim when it comes to the mon. And the third time it says hayoyim, it says hayoyim loy. Hayoyim, it was referring to Erev Shabbos, hayoyim loy simtsu basada, you won't find the mon, uh, you won't find the mon on Shabbos. So the, the, the drash, I think it comes from Levush and on, is that hayoyim loy, the zarem is a, a, a negative when it comes to Shabbos. Shal, shal so on one hand, you learn all three sodas from hayoyim, on the other hand, you have hayoyim loy. And uh, the Rabbim did not wash. And uh, the vart is that it's me'ind la'asad lavei, la'asad lavei, there's me'bi bechinas ayin, and that's me'num bezen hayoyim loy, and that is associated with not eating bread. That's what the Rebbe's And The question is, how does it fit with nigla? Now, the Rebbe says, you shouldn't be seimich on the day, and that uh, you don't have to wash. There are already days in nigla. The Rebbe said, not to be seimich though, so what? So uh, the Rebbe says, Explained that it's Oinig, Oinig Shabbos. And we said that if uh, or whatever, it's uh, your Asr. So if you feel the Ayin, so uh, they couldn't eat the Pas, and the Chsidim follow. Here, the Rebbe doesn't say the Vart, the Chsidim, also must die. The Rebbe just says that uh, we, we try to implement, we try to implement what the Rebbeim do, and uh, that's, that's enough. Hmm? 
You're not eating of Shabbos Shabbos. The Rebbe had a different say there. I think the Rebbe Shab uh, he imposed on ate, ate for Kiddush. He ate during the Kiddush and then he washed again. And I think it says something that somewhere there that somehow includes sh- Shalosh Udas. Although uh, you have to see the details. Um, then the Rebbe says uh, doesn't mean that not doesn't mean that eating at Shalosh Udas is bad. It says So it is a good thing. So lots of love. We're going to Rebbe says lots of love. We're going to understand the mile of the Gulf. The schar is afka neshama begof, but just the neshama won't need the eating. So uh, by eating a little bit, by shalashos, bring is to the mile of the guf that uh, the neshama will get the chayas from the guf. So lemaisa, uh, we do eat something by shalashos. Halacha yud, the seder of the day. So you're eating meat and drinking wine. That's being ma'anik shabbos. That's if you can afford. Also, the Kabbalah said, "Layayim Shabbos Yom Tov Mishas Beis Hamidrash." Here's where the Beis Hamidrash hour comes in again. That uh, you know, to make a suda at that time, that was the other family that we mentioned from the Gemara. Uh, one ate an Arab Shabbos, one ate at this time. This is how the righteous uh, their schedule. Spalad and Shabbos Shachris Umusav Aveis Haknesses Yidav and the Tutz Filus and Shol. The other the Beis of Yisrael Shni Yikam Home Yitz Second Mob Eilch Beis Hamidrash, and that's the time of Beis Hamidrash. Yikav Yishma. You learn, you listen. Adam Mincha. Then you go home and you have your third meal with the wine. You didn't drink till Matzah Shabbos. The implication being that you draw it out, you're sitting, you're spending the time at the meal. So then it's according to this you're eating the meal and only the second meal. Mm-hmm. Then you, eat, you finish it, you right. bench, and you go back to Shul for lunch. Yes. Right. Yeah, there's a stretch of time, and then you go home and you're home for the third meal. Yeah, that's the say then. Not in the short Shabbos and now we have a few things you're not allowed to do in Shabbos. You should not be going, be traveling, be walking more than three parsois, which are about seven miles from the beginning of the day. You can reach your house with still enough time to prepare a meal for Shabbos, the assumption being that you're going to come home and start preparing. We're assuming that you're very far away and no way of communicating that you're on your way, so no one knows if so you have to be there with enough time so you can be no one's preparing for you. So when you come, you're gonna start preparing. And if you're gonna be hosted by others, you for sure have to give them advance notice and arrive on time. You're gonna embarrass them. If it's in your own house, you're, you're, the downside is you won't have food. If you're in someone else's house, you're putting them on the spot. You feel bad. But the cast of Mishnah says that. Uh, that this is in a, if we're telling you not to continue going, so what does that mean? You must be in a place where you're able to prepare Shabbos where you are, and it's better to stay where you are. But if you're in a place where you're not going to have Shabbos where you are, better to come home. Maybe uh, you'll be able to prepare something rather than staying where you are and preparing nothing. And the same goes for others, even if you're being hosted by others. It's better to come a minute before Shabbos, and maybe it's going to work out than uh, not embarrass them and not have a Shabbos. And uh, and if you're not the Mokim Yishuv, the Kesemish says, then for sure you're allowed to go as far as you need to go in order to get to a uh, place on time. Of course, we know Bechal is uh, to avoid traveling, even uh, not with uh, this concern, but there's a word of not traveling really in the afternoon. Halacha Yud Beis. Also, let's honest with both Yud Beis and Yud Gimel. We already were Meramas earlier in Perek Beis, as we shall see. Also, let's honest with Lizzie, let's chan al-Rak Hashach Meshabbos, not to fast for the purpose of uh, asking uh, Hashem for help, cry out to Hashem, 
etc. On Shabbos, a few bitzanim and atzvah and even if it's a tzar, it's on the list of things that the tzibur is supposed to fast and cry about. Amos anavleim asinu b'shabbos that cannot take place on Shabbos. Yod b'chutz me'irshi kifu goyim einohar unless the city is surrounded under siege from uh, Gentiles or by a river. Isfinu metarevus b'yam or you're on a ship that's uh, you know in trouble at, at sea. Shem asinu aleim b'shabbos lazarayson. So then you call out, you scream for help. Meschanu mavakshin aleim enachmem and uh, you ask Hashem for help. So Masriyan might be asking others for help. And Meschan Masriyan is Achmem is from Hashem. You'd give more insight. 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 Al Ayodish shall go and parchas mishash yom kedem Shabbos. You should not begin a siege. If the Jews are waging war against the Gentiles. You should not uh, start the siege within three days of Shabbos. Kedei shetis yashu das anshem mukham aleim balayim uveholim etudim Shabbos. So they should all be calm and settled by Shabbos. And they shouldn't uh, be the opposite. For this reason, you shouldn't set sail less than three days before Shabbos. Overcome whatever seasickness, etc. So you're uh, already uh, regained your equilibrium by Shabbos. But if it's for a mitzvah, that's a different story. Then you can even set sail right before Shabbos. And we had this concept before. You can tell the guy... That he should stop, and then he ignores you, but at least you told him. And two port cities in Lebanon, Sir and Sidon, which are extremely adjacent to each other. Then you can even set up, but it's really just like taking a car, a wagon, it just happens to be by water, but they're very close. There's a practice of not setting sail on Shabbos, so then you don't set sail. And uh, we mentioned the last time this came up, this is somewhat related to the Rebbe's campaign of, uh, against the Israeli ships. Uh, that uh, was an issue in the 60s. Um, part of the 50s, 60s, part of the, part of the issue was is that uh, they claimed if you set out three days before Shabbos and then you're stuck on Shabbos, so then uh, maybe it's, uh, it's okay. The Rebbe said, you have alternatives. You don't have to be sailing on Shabbos at all. You can uh, anchor before Shabbos. It was just uh, for financial reasons, different excuses, and uh, this was an issue that not all Rabbanim fully understood or felt exercised about, and the Rebbe made it his personal uh, crusade until, uh, I mean, I believe ultimately everyone uh, ultimately agrees that Rebbe was right and the others were wrong, and then the problem itself went away with, I guess, with the ships uh, going out of, uh, you know, the commercial uh, travel. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, is that. Now we're uh, we're reaching the end. So marital relations is also a form of Einik Shabbos. Back to Einik Shabbos. So we know there's Einik for different peoples and a different schedule, but for a time of who's healthy, it's every Friday night. And even if a person got married, uh, that's an Amazog in Erev Shabbos, so uh, the first beer is Friday night. We don't have a concern about the chayvul here or about tsar. We disregard that for the for the sake of this. Final halacha, the siyum of Hilcha Shabbos, halacha tazvav, and the Ramam switches to discussing about the, the importance of Shabbos. Shabbos are very desara. They're both uh, they're both equal to the rest of the Torah. And Shabbos is a sign between Hashem and us forever. Like we say in the Pesukim, I see. And if you transgress any other mitzvah, fine, you're wicked. 
Someone who transgresses Shabbos in public, of course, we mean uh, we mostly mean dafka. Uh, you know, sometimes we say that if you want to be bechal Shabbos in front of a respectable person, it diminishes. We mean bechal Shabbos, hundred percent committed to bechal Shabbos. So that's equivalent to serving avay dezara. It's kind of good kolatayrakul, and they're both treated like goyim. When you want to you know what's the din of a of a mummer, so we talk about shumad mamish or mechal shalos or perhasim. V'fiyach mishabeich hanavi oimer. Therefore, the navi praises and says, "Ashi anish yasas zoyis ben adam yachas ba shemish shabbos mechalay." Special praise in Yeshaya for someone who uh, keeps shabbos properly. V'chol mishaber as a shabbos mishamir as a shabbos mechalsa. Someone who keeps shabbos properly. Mechabdu ba'anga kiti kaychay. And honors it and delights in it according to his ability from a furnish for Kabbalah, Shadabail Mazah, Yasir Allah Sakhar at Safan Lay Alhaba, already says in the Psukim and Navi that his Shah and Al Mazah is even greater than the Shah that's waiting for Nam Haba. And there's a whole sikha from the Rebbe on the sea of Ilkha Shabbas and Kutta Sikhas Bayatse, Aleph. you can look it up, I'm not gonna quote it now. Shinamar, Alas this Anag Alasham. So this is the reward of the Shabbos is us this Anag al Hashem.